We got both of our moms on right now. You want to do a little? Uh, That's too much to handle. Little mom, little Jewish mom on Jewish mom action. Oh, mom versus mom. We should just put them on and just us not talk. Let them hash it out. Yeah. Our listeners are going to drive straight to therapy after this segment's over, after they hear what's about to happen. If you're wondering what it's like to have a Jewish mom but not have a Jewish mom yourself, get ready because we have a real treat for you. Ladies? (laughs) Hi. Mama Cushy there? Hi. How are you? Hi, Elise. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. This is great. We can talk. Yeah. We can talk. Let's let them do whatever. Okay, so, I mean, you know, I don't hear from Seth that much, so <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of disappointing to me. I've, he's not a disappointment to me. I love him, but I don't talk to him very often. I, I understand that. I don't talk to Drew very often, but I know he's there and he knows I'm here. And if, if whatever, he... He knows he can pick up the phone. I don't need to talk to him. I know he's there. I can text and say, hi, I love you. Yeah, and when Drew, when he wrote back to me after I posted that, uh, texting is fine. It doesn't have to be a phone call. But Seth doesn't like a lot of small talk. And he thinks, like, when I get him on the phone that it's just it's just small talk. It is. I mean, go ahead. That's exactly how Drew... Hey, Seth, be quiet. That's how Drew feels. You know, he talks all day on the radio, and we doesn't right. want to... What are they playing? Oh, Sunrise, Sunset, Mom. I figured it'd set of the tone for two, two Jewish moms talking to each other. Of course yeah, you are. But, you know, what I try to explain is I don't have my parents anymore, and it, right. I would give anything to talk to them. And That's that that's kind of how I you know I don't want Seth to ever feel that way, but I would like to talk to him more often. Right, that's exactly what I told Drew because today is twenty two years since I lost my mother, and I still pick up the uh, phone to call her. Yeah, you know, they don't they don't hard. understand that. I don't well, want them, and we're a different generation. I know, but I don't want him to wait till I'm dead to call to want to call me. I gotcha. I don't think he's gonna want to call you even when you're dead, Mama Kush. I don't think uh, I don't think that's gonna be a problem. Why do we have to work the death angle on this? I I'm aware that we don't all live forever. Seth. I, yes. Would it kill you to call your mother once in a while? I, Mrs. Garabo, I Facetimed with her on Thursday for 30 minutes. I I told her everything going on in my life. I have I have nothing new, no new developments. What about that new shirt that you got in St. Petersburg this weekend? What, what? That's not the point. Hi, Mom. Thinking about you. All right. Well, I think Drew, I think Drew should be the leader of this show, and he should do the same thing with you, and then I would follow suit if, if I had a good example, a good role model that I was working with. I agree. <laughs> you, you heard my mom. She said she doesn't need to hear from me all the time. There's nothing new going on with me. But no, I have to call my mom. you got to call your mom. You call my mom. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about even once a month. I've gone a whole month and not talked to Seth. Oh my goodness what? gracious! Oh, Damn. Yeah. Boo. What month? Boo. Oh, I don't know what month. Yeah. But, you know, there's been a month that I kind of wanted to see if you would call me, <laughs> and you didn't call me. <laughs> Why do we have to play these games? If you want to talk to me, you can just call me. Yeah, but. You, I want you to call me. I want you to want to talk to me and see how Dad and I are doing. But there's nothing. There you go. There's no developments. Nothing's happening. It's like it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> but what, what do we talk about if there's nothing to talk about? If I went out of the country, you wouldn't even know if I went out of the country. Oh, okay, we can tell me about it when you returned. <laughs> oh, great. I can't go out of the I'm country. thinking about you and Dad. What are you having for dinner? Yeah, here you go. Just call and say, Mom, what are you guys having for dinner? Well, I talk to my brother a lot who still lives at home, and he fills me in on what you guys have for dinner and if you're going out of the country or not. Not the same. <laughs> not the same. Did your brother give birth to you? Oh, <laughs> more Jewish mom guilt. Oh, man, a lot. Hey, have, have, have a you, lot of practice. Have either of you seen the movie Guild Trip with Barbara Streisand and Seth Rogen? Don't yeah, have to. I loved it. Yeah, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think my life was like? Uh, Kate, one, day, one day I won't be, be here, here yeah. Yeah, that's and, and you know, I wouldn't go there, at least. No. <laughs> uh, if you're just joining us, my uh, my mom is on the phone with Seth's mom. Ma- Seth's mom posted something on Facebook uh, and about her son calling her every day. By the way, our buddy Kevin Lawton, who I went to high school with, said, my mom's been gone almost a year. I haven't missed the phone calls one bit. <laughs> wait. Oh, that's, that's, not, that's not even nice. <laughs> no, wait until he's a, a real adult. Well, he is. Yeah. I, uh, I love him. Uh, sorry. Oh, man, that's so great. Anything else? Uh, Maybe 40 whatever years old. That doesn't make him an adult. All right. What uh, what, what else do we need to hash out here, Seth? Anything? I don't I don't, I don't. don't think so. All right. Uh, so, Mama Kush, let's meet somewhere in the middle. Obviously, Seth doesn't want to go a whole month without uh, hearing from you uh, as far as he wants to let you know. Uh, and, and he's probably not going to you know, pick up the frequency to once a day. Where can we meet somewhere in the middle so that everybody's happy? Once a week. Once a week, Seth. Once a week, Booby. What time would you like your phone call? Oh, honey, you could just text and just, you know, whatever. I don't want to force you to do something you don't want to do. Well, well, I thought you said a a text is no good. Now I can text? No, a text is fine. But if if you're going to force yourself to do it and you don't really want to check up and see how Dad and I are, then I, I don't really want you to do it. I assume that no news is good news. Yeah, but, you know, you could just see what we're doing, what, you know, what's going on. Well, what's going on? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I mean, Dad's going to turn 70 in January. Don't you think that maybe he might be on some borrowed time here? That's an awful thing to say about Dad. After his hip replacement, he looked quite spry when I saw him the other day. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to make a point that you should just check in with us a little bit more often. Mom, I get it. You don't have to work the death angle. I'm I'm mature. I know that we aren't going to live forever. I just <laughs> I didn't. If I don't have anything to say, I didn't know I needed to call you, but I, I'll do it now. Well, I mean, Nana and Poppy aren't here, and every day I wish that I could pick up the phone and call them. I am. I don't know if you know this or not. My mom's mom passed 22 years ago today, and she still picks up the phone to call Zelda. Did you, all did the you time. know that they're not going to be here forever? No, I did not actually. No, I was unaware of that. Uh, oh, but I am. Yeah, well, <laughs> I hope so, Mom. And uh, and I will... Uh, and even when I'm not, you're gonna I'll ha- be watching. I know. You've, you've threatened me of that ever since I was a little kid, that you're going to haunt me from beyond the grave. Uh, but listen, I will uh, I, I will step up the frequency. I know that Seth will do what he can do to acquiesce. Let's just do it on the air once a week. It's a new benchmark. Would uh, Ms. Kush, would that be a, uh, an acceptable uh, solution for you, is if once a week we, we call Mama Kush to check in? 
oh, you know, uh, you know, you don't, you don't want us to air our dirty laundry on air. Like fun, I don't. <laughs> I think, I think that'd be wonderful. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Jewish moms, thank you very much for uh, for joining us today and uh, giving us a clip of the day to put together on this show. <laughs> I hope you both know that your sons love you very much and uh, that we will try and to. I love you both. Uh, thank you. Love thank you. you. Thank you very much. All right. Take it easy, moms. Nice and chatting with you, always. <laughs> You too, G. <laughs> All right. Bye. See you, moms. Love you, mom. Bye. All right. Bye. Love bye. You, sir. Bye. Right. Love All you. Bye. Right. Bye. 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 Oh boy. Okay. So my dad just turned sixty-nine about Giggity. a month ago, yeah. and my mom's already saying your dad's about to turn seventy. You only got three hundred fifty days, dude. <laughs> you see what's ha- I hope everybody saw what's happening in my life. Right. How does that conversation go every day? Hey, mom. What's going on? You know we're not going to be here forever. You know I just wanted to hear your voice. Is it so bad that I want to hear from my little booby? I'm not going to be here forever. What it do, my peeps? Welcome to the Drew Grabo live hitting cut of the day. Enjoy. Aaron Andrews, how are you? Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Sure. Uh, now we know that you've partnered with Degree Women Clinical Protection. You're teaching women to be unapologetically strong. Tell us what that means, Erin. Well, what that means is just celebrating women who push the boundaries, who work the hardest they can, whether it's in their, you know, work or it's at home, moms, anybody, you know, in their professional life. So be unapologetically strong, but don't smell unapologetically strong by using Degree deodorant. Well, it's clinical protection with motion sense. It's three times stronger than the basic antiperspirant. And I have to tell you, for me, that's really important because I'm flat out a sweater and I'm always on the go and I'm traveling. And uh, there's nothing worse than smelling like the athletes you cover. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is so hot. I'll never be able to watch you the same way without thinking to myself, man, that girl's a sweater. No, I am. I'm, I'm very open about it. Good. No, I, I like the honesty. Uh, be unapologetically strong, as you say. Now, Aaron Andrews currently hosts Fox College Football on Fox Sports, and you've got your start right here in Tampa, right, Aaron? I did. Well, I'm actually, um, we moved to Tampa when I was six years old, so I like to say that I'm from there. My dad, um, obviously, obviously worked for WFLA, and I was able to um, intern with those guys for four or five years, and then I did. I got my start with the Tampa Bay Lightning when John Tortorella was the coach, and, um, you know, I'm very thankful to that organization. Hold, they have a, a very special place in my heart for what they did for my career. Rick Peckham, Bobby Bitsy Taylor, those guys really took me under their wing and, and showed me what it was all about being in that industry, and there because um, it would be great to uh, be able to see Steve Eiserman and all those guys get out there and, and do what they want to do with that with that team. Awesome. We are speaking to Aaron Andrews, hosting Fox College Football for Fox Sports. Aaron, what's your favorite interview you've ever done? Gosh, that is a that is an absolute great question. You know, I, I, I had some great ones when I was with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I got to interview Mario Lemieux. I've interviewed Gretzky. Uh, you know, Vinny and Louie are my, my two favorite guys in Tampa Bay. David Ortiz is a really awesome guy to, to interview. He's hysterical and makes me smile the whole time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just got to interview Bart Starr the other day at Lambeau Field. Um, I'll tell you the worst interview I've ever done, yes. and, and I reminded him of it the other day. I was an intern for WFLA. I was a little bean, a little 21-year-old, 22, and Warren Sapp was the first athlete to ever make me cry. <laughs> I will uh, never forgive him for that either. How did he make you cry? What did he say to you? was not in a mood to answer any questions, and I don't think he was in the mood to answer questions from a young intern. And uh, he told me to go home and rethink my question and, and come back the next day and ask it. And 
John Lynch and Derek Brooks saw the look on my face when he absolutely embarrassed me in that locker room, and they brought me over and said, what do you need? I can help you with whatever you want. And he quickly learned who were the nice guys in the industry and who are the bad guys. And actually, I just did an interview um, at NFL Network the other day with Rich Eisen. I did his podcast, and Warren Sapp walked in, and Rich said, hey, you remember Warren Sapp, don't you? Or, hey, this is Aaron Andrews. And he said, hey, what's going on? I, I said right to his face. Yep, I was, uh, I was 21, 22. You, you made me cry for the very first time. First athlete to make me cry. And I think he said something like I couldn't hang, and, and I had a quick response for that. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, that seems very out of character because most people have nothing but glowing praise for <laughs> Mr. Charismatic Warren Sapp. How odd. Yeah, exactly. It was so bizarre, so strange. Aaron, how do you shake something like that off? I would have just quit my job and found something new to do if Warren Sapp yelled at me. I think because you had two outstanding guys and upstanding guys like John Lynch and Derek Brooks who quickly saw that this young girl was absolutely humiliated by somebody who was in a bad mood that day. And that was actually a really good locker room at the time. I mean, it's hard to believe that's where I, I, I cut my teeth. But, you know, you had guys like Herm Edwards, who I've worked with at ESPN. Tony, is there a nicer guy than Tony Dungy? No. Um, you know, you deal with people like Warren Sapp, but, I mean, number 47, John Lynch, who's now a co-worker at Fox, he was just one of the greatest guys to ever play NFL, just with what a great person he was, and, and the same can be said for Derek as well. Now, uh, of course, we're speaking to Aaron Andrews, host of Fox College Football on Fox Sports. Speaking of shaking things off, uh, I saw a YouTube video of some idiot confronting you about the uh, nefarious, infamous video from years ago. Is that something that people do from time to time, Aaron? Are you still followed by that when some moron wants to pipe up at a baseball game? Um, I think you would be surprised how people want to bring it up to me every single day. Yeah, unfortunately, that's something I'm, I'm going to have to live with forever and um there's just some really insensitive people out there, so you just have to kind of be above it. Yeah, that's good advice for everyone. Aaron Andrews has partnered with Degree Women Clinical Protection, teaching women to be unapologetically strong. Aaron, I saw on your Twitter account that you watch Honey Boo Boo. Please tell my partner, Drew, that he needs to watch it and check it out at least once. It's hysterical. I mean, I love it. It's my people. I mean, i got to tell you, I'm from the South. I, you know, like I said, from Florida, I, I still have a house in Georgia. It, I, <laughs> I was actually on a radio show last week in Atlanta and they were playing clips of Honey Boo Boo and asking me to translate it and I was able to translate everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it very much. I hope you have a great day and, and thanks a lot. Good luck with the uh, with teaching women to be unapologetically strong and congratulations on, uh, on rising above a very difficult situation and we'll all check you out still on Fox College Football for Fox Sports. Awesome. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.